Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a Wrestling Mind Podcast. Enjoy the show. Well, I was a fanatic. There's no doubt a fanatic. My goal was to get carried out of the wrestling room because of exhaustion, and it never happened. The thing it did for me every day about 6 o'clock is that when I got out, I looked back in, and there was nobody else there. Bottom line was I didn't reach my goal. So guess what happened? I went back in the room again. But I got some quality time because of just some kind of a fanatic goal. Yes, and we're back for another episode of a Wrestling Mind podcast. This is your host, Ryan Warner. Today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, is the one, the only, Sergey Belaglazov. Sergey was a two-time Olympic gold medalist and a six-time world champ for the Soviet Union. Between 1980 and 1988, get this, the guy didn't lose an international competition. <laughs> so he's on another level. Before we get into the actual conversation, it's fan of the week time. This week goes to Tommy Tahoalemo, my former roommate and also my former co-host of the podcast that he's now renamed Millennial Momentum. So check that out. Tommy, thanks for all that you do. Look forward to smoking you in the half marathon race we're running in mid-July. Anyway... Hope you guys enjoy this interview with Sergey. As always, if you want to support the podcast, give us a subscription, give us a review, a rating on iTunes. We appreciate it. All right. Peace, y'all. Cool. So we are, we're live here. Sergey Belglazov. Thank you for doing this, sir. How are you? Thank you. Good. Thank you. So you're here on a a nationwide wrestling camp tour. Um, Nancy Schultz is organizing it. When was the first time you met Nancy and Dave? It was a long time ago, just Nancy, they probably just made it, and they come to Belize tournament together this time, first time I met Nancy there, and she was so exciting when they wrestled, she just ready to jump in the mud and help him <laughs> this time, yeah, <laughs> was interesting to watch, we kind of have, our, like, wives not really involved for wrestling when we wrestle, but... Uh, that was exciting. It was interesting. First time. And after we just many years together, we, we have camped together. We had the dual meets. And after just happened, I was coach Lehigh University. And yeah. I go there quite, quite often and work with, with Fast Catcher Club and yeah. with Dave Schultz and other guys in, in the Nancy too. Yeah. It, she knows more about wrestling than most men I know. Yeah, she because she's the lifestyle. Dave yeah. wrestled. She was there, and yeah. you know she know all wrestlers. She know coaches, and that's yeah, that's what she does. So did you did you train or did you know Dave as well from all those years or? Yeah, when we when we uh, trained together, and Dave was kind unusual than other American wrestlers. He's very curious about technique. He asks questions. He he have like. Uh, good relationship with everybody in Russian wrestlers and coaches yeah. so he never just if he needs something to know he approached right away and ask coaches so I want to know this technique he was was very interesting to just be around and be yeah. together a good time well he it, it sounds like to your point of the things that really were different about Dave was his 
you know, just his love and appreciation for the Russian system. He spoke Russian, right? Right. right. Um, and he was really embraced it. It seemed like, and the Russians and Iranians loved him, but especially the right. Russians. You know? Yeah, because his um, his roots come from Russia, from like uh, Odessa, from yeah. U- Ukraine. He was a uh, grand grand father, I think, was born there. In okay. U- Ukraine, so that's why he loved Russian language. He said to me, and he always tried to talk with anybody to improve his, you know, Russian. Yeah, but his Russian was very decent in this time. Well, and he seems like he obviously he loved the sport and did whatever he could to improve. And you, you guys love that as well. Let me love the you and your brother love the sport as well. And so, if you go back to when you first got into wrestling, um, it sounds like you and Anatoly kind of got into it by accident. You were playing soccer, and then you went to a practice. Could you describe how you got into the sport? Oh yeah, that was uh, because Russia, uh, they, uh, in especially uh, our hometown, like a small town, Kaliningrad, which is Western Russia. So, uh, we play soccer. Yeah, we start playing soccer. We play all sports, like uh, even even tennis. Okay. Table tennis. We played table <laughs> basketball even. It okay. sounds very funny, but we played basketball. Yeah. It was like a basketball club in, in high school. We, I can remember, I think, t- track and field for a while, which right. But mostly we play soccer, and it looked like a special soccer school. Okay. And by accident, yes, coach, we just have a game, and a coach friend come, you can see us, like, we play game, like, uh, which we're supposed to be in the wrestling camp in this time. We, we 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 start a little bit just start wrestle just just start and next week we play like a soccer game and my friend coach coming and still has something said hey you guys you, you you wrestle you're supposed to be in a, like a wrestling camp we said no when I play soccer and after we go and after next day we're coming to gym yeah. and our coach said okay we have to make decision you want a soccer or wrestling it was a very tough decision. Really? Yeah. How old were you at this time? About 13, maybe. Okay. So, and he, we like, we we decided to say, okay, said, you can play soccer wherever you want, like uh, games, but practice you cannot because this will be hard for you too young for do, to sport. And we, we decided to not quit. We, we, we play games, but we, we didn't practice every day. It was soccer well, thank team. God you chose wrestling. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. Crazy. I mean... <laughs> It's incredible to think that twelve eight years later you were both junior world champs. Um, no, I wasn't junior world champs. You weren't. Junior. I was second. I was Japanese guy. And Atoli was a junior Anatoly world was. champ. Okay, yeah. okay. But then you you obviously took to the sport really quickly. What was it about wrestling that allowed you and your brother to succeed so early? Um, because you know, Russian in this time we already fifteen, fifteen years old, and we can't make a. Very quick progress, I think. I think Keith right there. He's, we have a very good coordination, body coordination. I think the wrestling is very important. Yeah. So we play soccer, we play lots of sport before. Yeah. That's a different sport. I think it gives to us to very good moving ability and coordination, which, which help, help us to pick up technique. Immediately. Yeah. So, so I think, yeah, I think it's it, it, it very important. Yeah. Even right now, I tell like, it's okay, guys, play play other sports. Play, like, a games, especially games, sure. basketball, whatever, volleyball. It's, it gives you good sensitivity to technique and moving. I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. I think probably the same. Also, we have around us, we very early start to, coaching started bringing us to national team, which was Yerigin, Humin, 
like uh, Tidashvili, like Medvedev wrestling th- yeah. this time too. Uh, no, already was almost a couple of years in. He retired, but lots of good technician guys wrestled there. We, we was it was amazing to be in the first camp. I was there with Nash, our senior team. And where was this? Uh, it wasn't uh, near to Moscow Olympic Center. Like a year though, like seventy. Uh, it's a seventy-three. Okay. So seventy-three, and I was amazed how the work, you know, practice, practice, and technique, and like a coach's explanation. All this, all this, like after this game, I think that's that's my sport. I think we both we talk each other. We think that will be for us because we we like see the guys working hard, lots of sweat, you know, lots of like emotion there. And yeah. it was for us was very, very exciting. It seems like an incredible time. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, is that, I mean, you just love it right then. Like your whole life you knew was going to be about wrestling at that point. You really mm-hmm. knew that that was your passion in life. Yeah, because no, well, already wrestled juniors, like a cadet. We already win cadet nationals. We already were national champion, but our age, but, when the comic came first time, we mostly watched them, but sometimes like roll around with like world champion, world champion, Olympic champions there. But was and we feel like, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. So we already, we after three, four years of practice, we already know a lot yeah. technically. Yeah. We just physically wasn't ready, but technically we already know a lot. Of course, it's our coach, uh, Taropin, Granit Taropin, his spent his kind of philosophy and approach to like a practice in wrestling is he said you want to you know want to know technically want to study wrestling first that's yeah. what what's what he told us all the time and we feel like after age 16 or 15 not even 16 i was i went senior nationals russian on that top after this it was 1975 and I like feel okay now I'm ready to wrestle anybody. Yeah, I was only sixteen, almost sixteen. Crazy. Yeah. Where did that belief come from that you could win an Olympic gold? Because I understand your parents didn't pressure you. Right. I mean they did, they had very humble beginnings, didn't right. expect much. So it's unique that out of out of that you had this belief that you know I could be an Olympic champion. When did that really set into you that you could be an Olympic gold medalist? I think after um, I win uh, 1975, I won. Tbilisi tournament, which was strongest in the world this yeah. time. And uh, I wrestled like nine years in Tbilisi. So nine years, one after another. And I win like, I win six times in Tbilisi tournament. And I feel like, okay, this is, I can strong, but I wrestle also uh, senior, other, not nationals. Nationals first time I wrestled 19, 1976. Okay. 19, right before Olympics. Okay. And I beat some good guys there. Uh, I lost Alexander Ivanov, who was in Olympian this time, 52 kilo. Okay. And but it was very close match, 6-5. I lost it quarterfinal. Okay. So I feel like uh, I feel okay. And this time I said, yeah, that's maybe I'm too young right now. 1975 was 19. Yeah. So I said, but next probably it will be my Olympics. I feel like, and I feel like. St- Confident, I yeah. can be better than now, so that means age 22, 23, that will be a good time for me. And did you think about, 
so in between those four years, did you do a lot of thinking about what it would be like to win the gold medal? Did you visualize? Did you put yourself there? Um, no, I never think about what I want to win. What after I said, I want to just be ready for this. Okay. I want to be for really good competition. But also, same time, our selection a little bit different than the United States selection for Olympics. We have no trials. We just the nationals and other teams. Our team, Olympic team, select like four years. Right. And this time I realized, okay, from 75, uh, okay, it will be like a, whatever, another four years, I want to I wanna be you know, probably world champion, like a national champion a couple times, Europe champion. I, w- I have to rest all this competition before. I'm not thinking about the Olympics. Olympics, it was like 1980, and uh, 76, I know it's not, not too young. Yeah. It's not our system to bring yeah. like young kids like this. The to 76 Olymp- Olympics. 76 yeah. in Montreal. But I was in camp. I was in camp this time. I see all this process, all this selection, and how they select, you know, coaching decision, this, who's going there. It was, this, who's going there, it was good. Guys with very good experience, already yeah. background. So we, we, we know we're not there. Um, but Eddie, so I, I think I need, I need to wrestle a couple of world champions before Olympics. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Otherwise, you not will be, yeah, be selected. Right. Yeah. And... Yeah, and this time, we kind of, uh, my goal was, okay, I want to win Europe first. I want to make European team. So I, I, I go, I just a World Cup here in the United States, and maybe five, six times, and I win World Cup, and like, okay, so that's probably time to go Europe. So they sent me Europe, and I win first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 1977, I think. Okay. So I, and they, then I think, okay, now I'm ready for, like, big competition. Okay. Because here in the, the U.S., there's a, a big emphasis on mentally visualizing winning the gold medal even before it happens. Maybe every morning you think about it so that when it happens, you're ready, but you just focused on the next task in front of you. Right. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And I heard once that someone goes, I think it was after a world championship or an Olympic gold medal where you had won, and they said, oh, you won the prize. And you go, to me, the prize is not the gold medal. The prize is training day in and day out. So what about the training did you love so much? I mean... It's a really hard sport, obviously, but you loved it. Like, what was it that you loved about the training and the process? That's right, word like a love. So we have to love this sport first. Uh, sometimes you can work twenty-four hours, no achieving. Don't you can achieve anything. But um, yeah, I love this sport. So that's why I think yeah, maybe someday I will be in the Olympics. I know chances like maybe fifty-fifty was there, but uh, this time I think yeah. But that's why. Basically, it was my dream, yeah. just a dream. Yeah. I think every ki- every kid here have to have a dream. Yeah. That's all about. If you have no dream, I don't think you'll be inspired every day to you know go practice, work hard. I, without this, I don't think it's possible. Hey, did you ever have days where you didn't want to work or that you felt tired? No, no. I I have overwork. I I have a feeling sometimes, but never like oh I don't want to be there. Or like I want to sleep. I said uh, I said to everybody on kids yesterday. I said uh, our achievement with my brother. We never miss single practice or our lives. Never. Never. <laughs> I said that's a that's a achievement. Did you want? Did, was there ever mornings you woke up and you're like I'm just not feeling. I don't want to. Or you never even felt. No, that never way? this way. Never. Never. I, because I think okay, if I'm not going, I'm behind these guys already. So I, I I never never did like this. Wow. And were a lot of Russians like that, or were you special like that? Who uh, I know, all Olympic champions mostly like this. All they, they dedicated. They just you know they they want to be. Uh, they simply they 
professional. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Well, I was listening to an interview with John Smith, who I know you know, and he used to, even though he had money, he forced himself to live on a very small budget each month because it limited, eliminated distractions. And then he also used to get up at 2 in the morning three times a week to run because that's when the Russians are up. So did you do anything like that? Any tricks to give yourself a mental edge? Any stories well, like that? We, our system already, we, our system not changed even now, since then. Really? Yeah, we, we wake up morning very early before school. I just asked kids yesterday, somebody running morning every day? Every day, rain, snow, whatever. Every day, Every day we run in the morning. We, we, we're lucky because brother around, so we run every morning, we drill, we like uh, do some other exercise, stretching, something like that. But I have, sp- I have, I, I have sparring partner, partner every day. Anatoly is around. Yeah. 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 So yeah. we drill a lot. Yeah. It's probably good advantage, for, you know, because look at brands, they have all together wrestle each other with every day 24 hours <laughs> so Schultz Peter yeah. so many like these brothers so it, uh, that, that's a kind of advantage because we have sparring partner <laughs> all yeah. the time yeah and we can talk we can discuss okay we can we can, we, we, we can you know discuss any technique and we just talk about wrestling a lot and before and that's the, and again every morning we are not like three three times a week uh, but we run uh, every morning. Uh, every morning Even if it was the off season too. Off, we, we didn't have off season. No our, off our, season. our season all year round, so from January to December. So. And is it true that after you won the Olympic gold medal, you were training a week later? Next day, next day, we uh, because yeah, you can win the Olympics. You like uh, uh, you're probably happy, but again, we we practice usually next day because. Everything in fresh in your mind. You did what you did wrong, you did right. So that's that's a, a very like, useful to you. Next day to sit down, just in the, just in the mountain talk. Okay, I did this wrong. I did this good. So it's it's very good. But after for a while, we just you know, especially after Olympics, you have interview, you have na 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 like yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, but still, 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 you know, I think best way to f- next day forget about this medal. That's what. I do. Right. So we, uh, some people said, no, we have to take a break. Yeah, we have to t- take a break. I never break more than one week after wow. in, a, any competition. Wow. Not in one week because we play like a games, no wrestling. Yeah. That's a good kind of, you, you, you have to a little bit of break wrestling, but. You still. Yeah, we still shape, stay in yeah. shape. We, you yeah. know, play soccer, we swim, we do lots of different things too. And then. You think about all the, dis- you know, after you win the gold medal in, so you got second in the world's in 79. Right. Right. And then you win the gold medal in 80. And then you don't lose for years. Right? I mean, you would have been an Olympic champion in 84, but Russia boycotted. You go on to win every world title and every Olympic title from 80 to 88, which is incredible. What changed from 78, 79 to when you were top in the world, you got second, but then to win 80, and then you never lost? Like, what changed between before and after 1980? Uh, of course, we, like, um, 1984. So we, 1984, we went here uh, for wrestle World Cup in the United States. And we feel like everybody was ready, and we selected was important time for Russia team, especially for me and Anatoly. Being a team, being Olympian, 
84. So Russia was still going to go to the Olympics. Yeah, we just lost. We have lost camp two weeks before they said we're not going. So one oh, guy, like official from Lincoln, it was crazy feeling. So I just sit down at home after camp. We just come in there. First camp is over. Second camp, and we're supposed to leave. And after first camp, uh, we just uh, sitting at home, just drink tea, just nothing, nothing expect. They watch TV and the news. It's like a nine, nine o'clock news. And they start the news with kind of this uh, announcer, we're not going. I was shocked. I was sitting down like a 10 minutes, I was shocked. I cannot move even. And I feel like, I can't believe it. We spent like a, we spent life for this. We practiced very hard when we, in the last three years especially, it was like, we, we wanna go there. Everybody convinced us we go. And I feel like, oh my God, we're not going. It was shocked for me. Not for me, lots of, lots of guys just quit. Because they just quit wrestling because age. Because age, I, was, I already was, uh, uh, 80, I was like 23, 27, almost 28, I was 84. So, I and next time, probably I'm, uh, I never go Olympic again. So, it's very rare to three times in a row you go Olympic. I mean, what a terrible feeling, I must have. Feeling, I hope it's never happened again. But we always said, oh, sport here, politics here. But unfortunately, this time was, but now especially, yeah. <laughs> also politics and sport, it's, it's all mixed together. And uh, this time, uh, it's heard lots of athletes, coaches, you know, especially guys who were like, uh, my age was 27, 28. It, it's time to retire, if you thinking Because we wrestle for Olympic Games. We wrestle for being the best in the world in highest competition, the Olympic Games, even not world championships. And... After you win three world championships, you're thinking, no, I want to be Olympic champion. I've already yeah, you forget win. about it. I want to be just an Olympic, Olympic champion. champion. Yeah. That's the most important. When how long, so you hear that announcement that night. How long until you said, all right, enough complaining, I'm going to win 88? That night or the next day? Or That's a good question. So, uh, yeah, next, the next morning, I, like, uh, I, I have already kids this time. So and I, kids? yeah, and I and, and I think I have family. I'm thinking, okay, that will be a very hard decision to say. Okay, I want to uh, work very hard another f- four years. And were you earning money to wrestle from the government, or yeah, I was uh, no, but uh, yeah, yeah, I have money from government, government too. Okay, and I was this time police officer, and okay. I graduated police uh, school. So, and I work. In, well, I was in Kiev. We live in Kiev, in Ukraine this time. But also, um, that's a very hard decision to say, okay, say to wife and family, say, okay, I want to rest another four years. This will be, it's not like four days. It's like four years. Yeah. I, and I will be, age, I, my age will be, I count, okay, 32. Who in 32 Olympics in weight class like 57 kilo, 52? It's very hard. Yeah. You know, impossible. Young man's sport. Yeah. It's young man's sport. It might be still young, still good shape, but with a guarantee you will be in team. With a guarantee next year you will national soon, you will world championships. So you have to pass all this selection for years. So that's, that's very hard. Also, we now home like 10 months we have camp. With two months we, we can spend with family all all year, yeah. all time. So we travel a lot in this competition. Wait, how yeah. long are you not with your family for? Two months or ten months? Yeah, we out of home. Yeah, 
Ten months. Ten months. We're not there. Oh, you, We're just you, back and forth. Coming. I thought you lived in Kiev, lived at your house. We'd go practice and come back to your house. But to get with camp, one after another goes. So yeah. it's like one finish, another start. So wow. we go competition and go back to camp again. Sometimes we go competition back now home. We will go camp, Olympic Center. So when did you decide that I am going to go for 88? How many days after? I just, because uh, lots of uh, start talking, we, uh, people were, oh, the Moscow Olympics, oh, uh, 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 Moscow Olympics, oh, it wasn't, wasn't kind to Olympics because you see not coming, no, not like Japan not coming, but I say, okay, 84, so we want to be ready, so also by court, no, 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 but next, I say, okay, 88, I want to go 88 because I want to prove everybody I'm best or our team best, so just what, just this, and kind of ego for myself. I want to prove everybody. I want to win, and it's happened. Because so that was the first time everyone was together since '76. Because '80, the Do the um, you know U.S. boycotted, Japan boycotted '84, the Soviet countries boycotted. Yeah, some European countries. And then in '88 was the first time everyone was together. Everybody together. Yeah. Yeah. So and it was kind of very exciting, a real competition. I, I was 32, but uh, I, I'm still in good shape in this time. So, and Now, were you challenged uh, in Russia leading up to this, or were, did you know you were going to be the guy in 87, 80, 85, 86, 87? Did you I have a competition internally? Yeah, I wrestled with these old guys. I wrestled Tomiyama, who won uh, 84. I wrestled Barry Davis, who was second in 84. Um, I wrestled everybody who was like a top three. And because the next three years, we wrestled each other quite often so and i beat these guys and i said okay that kind still good chance yeah it's just also only i think it, it's a good chance it's nobody yeah. guaranteed yeah it's good chances any right right so. And, and so talk me through a typical a typical week so in 87 you're getting ready you're 88 you're training you're in the prime of your career how many days a week are you wrestling how many days a week are you running lifting oh what is that like I can say like a Monday or usually we wrestle morning, evening. Uh, Tuesday we wrestle morning, evening we play games. Or like a, uh, once day we have, again, two months, morning, evening. Wrestling? Uh, yes, wrestling. And um, uh, Thursday we have one wrestling practice, one like a conditioning, lifting. What was the conditioning? Like running, like sprints or Running, or oh, lots of different, play like a, play like a rough basketball, that's our like f f yeah. favorite. And, uh, Just get the rubber bands. Yeah, yeah. See those bands? Bands, uh, yeah. like a free weight. Yeah, lots of different things. So, Friday we have matches. Morning, evening, we wrestle live. Like hard like wrestling? Yeah, hard live matches, yeah. Like a five matches morning, five matches evening. <sighs> and Saturday we have uh, like a morning practice and so you're wrestling literally every day every day you're not taking a day off from wrestling no only sunday yeah saturday too but sunday saturday saturday kind of easy practice and we have the games and conditioning and sauna recover and uh sunday off it's interesting how you don't describe a lot of weightlifting Whereas the Americans probably lift a lot of weights. Yeah, that's the, the difference. Very jacked. The Russians are big, though. Is that just body weight? Like what? Uh, some, you know, sometimes uh, even, even since then. So I feel, I feel like I, yesterday I told the kids, hey, "Be careful with lifting." Yeah, but here is uh, guys uh, spend a lot of time with weight, and but unfortunately, look at uh, give you an example. Look at John Smith. You, you see the John Smith, he's a, uh, didn't see the muscles there, no. but he's very sensitive, flexible, explosive. 
you know, all this kind of unusual, unusual technique too. Yeah. So, and he used himself like 200%, so he will. That low sin. Well, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. That's what the prophet example. And, uh, but look at other guys like, say like, um, brands, physically Prince. tough. Both brands, physically yeah. tough, strong. They kind of love, it's like a style like a, just go and go like a gable, just go and go and go. It's kind of another ap- approach. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that, you win. So you win. Yeah. You many ways to win. Right. It's yeah. Many ways to win. And uh, some guys choose this way. Some guys choose this way. That's that's fine. So like the first time, you know, I grew up about an hour from the University of Iowa. So Dan mm-hmm. Gable was a hero mm-hmm. to everyone growing up. He's still a hero. He's still a hero. <laughs> Legend. Uh, no. One of the, you know, one of the greatest, uh, definitely coaches all time, maybe greatest wrestlers all time. Um, now, was there... Um, a perception of Dan Gable in Russia the first time everyone saw him? Like, is that attack style, was it very unique to Gable? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what did people think about Gable in Russia during the 70s? Uh, they, uh, I, uh, yeah, first time I see the Gable matches, and, like, uh, for me, was, uh, I expected, like, m- more technique, uh, maybe hitting. But after I realized, yeah, that's his style. Was, he's just a very good con- conditioning, and we have guys like this in Russia. Mm-hmm. But, Competition inside country, in maybe United States and Russia, a little bit different. It, it like weight classes. Because yeah. look at our nationals. Our nationals, like, each weight class have three world champions, five Europe champions. Like, much deeper. Yeah, much, much stronger, yeah. I can say. But only one guy go. Right. And some guys, even, even you don't know. They, they, they're very good wrestlers, but then they, they're not uh, make a team. Right. That's it. So, and uh, But here seems to me, if somebody's stable, just send that guy. Yeah, I know you have trials, you have nationals, yeah, but um, Russians, uh, f- very few guys win like five-time nationals. Right. Very few because competition very strong inside yeah. country. Why well, I always think that the but uh, Gable, my I'm go. sorry, inter- yeah, my interruption. Uh, Gable uh, impression like Gable also lots of uh, lots of people in Russia who see the Gable style choose this way. Yeah, be physically strong, wrestle from beginning to end. Yeah. Grind. Yeah, and just to go and go, it was quite very, very interesting, and even for me. But uh, in s- smaller classes, little class like 57, 52, here is more technical. We cannot just dominate it physically in this yeah. this way class. Yeah. Bigger guys, they can, but here is smaller Do you think guys. the brands did that, though? Brands tried to do uh, yeah. like a copy g- g- Gable style. Yeah. It was successful. Yeah, but they didn't win well, as much as he did. Yeah, they no, but they they well known. That, but when I was coaching Japan, I, uh, my Japanese guy wrestle, uh, Wada wrestle was was brands was interesting much. It's totally different style Wada, like a John Smith flexible and you know technical, but brands like yeah. try to totally different. just totally different. It was interesting much. Same with Kendo Cross, right? You know, Kendo Cross. Yeah, good example. Kendo Cross and John Smith, very similar. Tom yeah, very Terry, similar. Very different. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Very different. Wow, it's interesting. Um, yeah, and then so when you look at the Russian system now versus the Soviet Union, what do you think the biggest changes are versus how it is now versus when there was Soviet uh, Union? I think uh, our uh, uh, coaching approach, like practice and all this system, not changed much, but. Uh, feel uh, like, uh, like international wrestling f- federation change the rules, so they change wrestling rules. Of course, like, uh, all the time. And soon as they change rules, we have to change training process. Yeah. Unfortunately, because w- I, uh, and I was like ten years ago. I was uh, on first time uh, when they ch- tried to change rules, 
And when Rafi Martinati was president, I was totally disagree with these rules because, and I I told Rafi, I told the fellow president, I told this okay, we we go wrong directions. Directly, I tell was him. that the ball drop? Do you remember the ball? Yeah, ball, that was like a clinch position. All this was totally wrong. It's my opinion. I again. agree. And I yell it. I say, "Come on, guys, stop! We go wrong direction. Soon it will be boring." Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, it was like this. It was and terrible. now they change again. Yeah. So getting better, but still, lots of lots of work to do. How do you like the rules now? It's okay, I can say, but it's not. I can uh, never we have like a perfect rules, of course, but. Getting better. What better than it th- was. Yes. In the mid-2000s, it was. it was terrible. Yes. The best of three periods, that was a nightmare. Just push a rebounds one point. I still disagree with this push, push a rebounds you one do? point. I disagree. Because, you know, look at in the final, what just recently, two weeks ago, Europe Championships just, just, just over. So, again, final was 2-1, 3-2, 3-1. So, it's kind of, and again, the guys can take a point because if you push a rebounds or, or passivity call. Yeah. Point. Yeah. So technically, passivity rules drive not much. Nuts. Yeah. You know, technically, do do not much. When you always wrestled to really score a lot of points and, and please the crowd, I, I try. I I I always say, guys, don't wrestle for yourself. Wrestle for crowd. Yeah. Because look at Vladimir Yumin, Levante Dershvili, Ivan Irigin, all these techniques. They wrestle for crowd. They not wrestle for himself. Yeah. I know this. Yeah. They told us. I I never forget that. Why I need for myself? I can I can do lots of techniques. So I want to show these people I can do it. Yeah. I don't want to show my ability. It was interesting, but especially you mean very exciting. Sometimes like crowd move. You mean wrestle one mat and crowd move like a thousand people move. Want to say that you to you mean you. much? Yeah, yeah, follow this yeah. much. So that was very exciting for me it was it was little so for me it was oh that's what i want to be like this yeah. that's what i want to you want to be a crowd yeah, yeah. who wouldn't i want to move crowd yes absolutely <laughs> and so i'd love to know this is for more so for some of the younger wrestlers listening you know let's say there's a wrestler who trains hard he does everything right but he gets nervous for big matches how did you ever combat nervousness or any anxiety before a big competition because you performed at the world level for years flawlessly so how did you combat that? Uh, I, it, that's a go, also a good question. Lots of people asking this the same question. But um, I cannot, uh, me and Anatoly, uh, during all this time, we was very stable. We didn't lose finals. Mostly we win finals. I think because we wrestle lots of competition. Like now they wrestle like a two, three, comp- special Russian national team, number one, number two, they wrestle like three competition, four competition, one year. It's not enough. Not that much. Yeah, not that much. That's that's why. So sometimes they try to avoid some competition, but I always said no. You have to wrestle at least six, seven competition one year. It's give you like a psychological stability. I think that's a f- important. That's a key. And also, uh, sometimes guys, you know, so many injuries. Lots of reasons because lifting maybe too much. Maybe you know, lots of injuries. As soon as he injured, so he like uh, was like a six, seven months. Recover so and now he wrestling again. Stability, it's not stable. That's I think very important to keep like balance. You wrestle maybe jump on special way classes, little way classes. We, 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 we cannot like make weight every competition. Sometimes we jump up. So you move up and wait you to keep up. Off the strength, yeah, yeah, just but important. We still wrestle. I wrestle sixty two kilo world championships and sixty two kilo. I never wrestled sixty two one time in Canada. Uh, in Canada, yeah. So I wrestle in nationals sixty two. 
But for me, it's a totally different sport if you go up in Russia. Sure. It, you, you can be whatever. Olympic champion, they don't ask you. They just, you know. Yeah. It, you, you can be not top 20 in nationals. And so you, so stability helped you stay in the rhythm of competing. Um, but what about, like, you know, you the day of a tournament? You weigh, let's say the 80 Olympics in Moscow. You weigh in the night before that morning. Now it's time to compete. You know, your name's called to go to the match. What are you thinking at this point in time? Are you thinking about your training? Are you thinking about nothing? If I say, I okay, I'm not, I'm, I'm not absolutely calm, no, it will be wrong. So, of course, I'm a little bit you know, nervous. Uh, like Excited? Yeah, yeah ex- ex- exciting case, like supposed to be. Sure. Otherwise, you will be like, sleepy. You know? You're supposed to be exciting. Problem is, you don't want to be always saying. But, and we go, and I think warm up is important. How you go warm up before match. Warm up, like, make you calm or make you like more exciting, like you're supposed to be. It's, to- it's a v- totally individual. Some guys wanna, you know, like, just uh, tell him joke. Yeah. He smile. He's yeah. like, re- he's loose. Re- loose, relax, you know, he's kind of. Some guys wanna just, you know, slam your face. You see this. Very often, I like like I slam my fist. Like That's a, the Iowa style. Yeah, yeah. no, me too. Me I did too? before I I did this too. Yeah. I said, coach, slam my fist. This point we bam, slam my face, and I go. <laughs> that's that's kind of helped me sometimes being like exciting and be, yeah, you know, just focus it. You know. Yeah. Okay. And so would would you ever have like doubts in your mind that you weren't going to get the job done? Yes. Uh, oh, even you in match, you're coming there like you. You, you like uh, win match and you go. So I give you example. Nineteen uh, in Kiev, nineteen uh, world championships was nineteen eighty three. I think eighty three in Kiev. So yeah. I, res- I wrestle with Bulgarian. Bulgarian uh, Steve Ivanov. He's a well known wrestler this time. But was uh, the change rules was uh, who's uh, last score, last point score win. So. <laughs> Watch was much was boring. It's like a, he take me down once, uh, just the beginning and st- stop wrestle. He just stop wrestle. He shut down. He shut down. Just waiting just to keep this one point. They want to win one zero. And I try to Google it. He just stop. He gave two questions, two passivity, but not three. So two passivity didn't give me any uh, like a advantage. So score was one zero. And last like a thirty second, I take him down. We, and score one one, and I win match. I die, and win match, and I go there. I said, Sergey, so you can do it anything else. So I cannot just catch. I just try to, uh, but he just he was he physically strong, very flexible, kind of very dangerous. I can say he can he very explosive. So I cannot just go. Oh, and I was so patient at this time. I never forget this match. It was very close match, and I win one one. Last takedown. Yeah, you felt uh, patient the whole match. Yeah, I was just. Uh, what this is very important was, I, if I just uh, start nervous there, so I lose. I want to just I follow, follow, and finally I did arm drag and take him down. So, but it's it was very good lesson for me. Yeah, they want you want you don't want to be overexcited. You want to just stay in focus until last last minute stay ready stay yeah focused. it was it was difficult it was good experience because so much is not all i just dominated yeah so much is very close especially with russian nationals yeah you cannot lose there you lose there you're gonna make a team and you have to be ready you just have to be ready at all times like during those matches so you don't know what's going to happen in a match so exactly happen. okay uh, yeah wow it's it, it's a hard to even describe this because uh 
how can say, oh, okay, I give you advice, do this and do that. No, he's no advice. It's just uh, all there is to train. So in, in, that's just experience. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I want to shift to some rapid-fire questions, and we'll close out here, okay. Sergey. So these are quick-hitting questions. So first question is, what was the toughest match you ever wrestled, and who was it? Toughest match, I think, it, uh, this is final Olympic Games, because too much pressure you feel from, you know, from crowd, from Russian coaches, and personally yourself, because it's the last match you want to win. Because second is different feeling, you second. You lose an f- important match. I think Olympic Games final, that's a match. And all finals, world championships, yeah. Olympic Games, all finals, because you can wrestle. You see, that sometimes guys wrestle very stable and oh, like a three, five, five matches, and after two matches, just, just completely destroy yourself. Yeah. So it's uh, Olympic Games, I think, most important. I wrestled one against Iran, uh, Askari Mohamedian in 88. Which was probably, I think it was my last Olympics. This will be the last match, so I want to win. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, wa- I wrestled like a very careful, you know, and not like show what I can. So you felt tight. I want I, I just want to win. Yeah. yeah. I feel tight. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That's, I mean, it, yeah. and some people feel that all the time, but you, you didn't feel it all the time. You felt it during right. 88 because right. of, you know, it was maybe your last match ever. Um, wow. Okay. Okay. Now, what about the, you know, think back to a tournament when you were just on, everything was going right. You were in what psychologists call flow state, where everything was just happening perfectly. What was that match for you? What was your most, it's just your best tournament where you felt outstanding? I can say world championships when I wrestled 62 kilo in... Uh, 82? 82. Because I, I feel like nothing close. I'm still number 157 in Russia. And 62, I won national 62, Russian nationals. So that, that, that's why we, they sent me 62 kilo in the world championships. And I feel like, okay, what did I lose? I'm small. I'm 61 kilo. These guys make a weight. So my strong point will be conditioning. I'm good. Technically, I'm okay. So we'll see. Let's go wrestle. I just was, I was completely loose. And uh, you know, I feel good. as I think my best world championships. How freeing must that be to wrestle like that? It must feel great. Yeah, I feel, I, feel, I feel great. And I win upper weight class, which nobody did before, like this weight classes. I said, yeah. Did you think about staying up there, or do you know you're going to go back down? No, I go back. I know I was small. You I were? was small for 62. Yeah. yeah, okay. Now, what about the, the weight cutting? What was like, do you have any horror weight cutting stories, or did it, was it pretty smooth? Anat- no, I'm okay but with weight cutting, but Anatoly pushed me all the time. Because he wrestled 48 kilo, we wrestled 48 kilo together. So a little bit bigger, uh, I was always a little bit bigger. Right? Three, four kilo was bigger all the time. Mm-hmm. So I go up. Anatoly also go up, 52. Yeah. After he pushed me 57, I go 57. He go 57. After he pushed me 62, yeah. I said, okay, stop. Stop, <laughs> so stop growing, know, man. He, he make a weight. He tortured himself. Yeah. I'm, he, had a, he had a hard weight cut. Uh, yeah, he's uh, make a lot of weight yeah. before, like, you know, especially 48 kilo. 48 kilos is he so, so small. Is that so 105? Yeah. 48 kilo. He wrestled 48 kilo. He got like uh, 1977. He got like 9 kilo down for him. It's unbelievable. We, we, his body fat percentage is very low. So he it got 9 kilos. It was unbelievable. unbelievable. Dif- difficult. difficult. But for me, it's okay. I, I, 57 wrestled, I got like 3, 4 kilo maxim- yeah. maximum. Okay. Maximum. Okay. Now, uh, two more questions here. So one is, who were some of the competitors from other countries who you were focused on during your competitive career? I can say Japan, USA, uh, Turkey this time was very, very strong. And lots of guys from Russia. 
because my yeah. first goal, I want to make a Russian team. Because in 57 kilo competitions in Russia this time, very strong. So, so if you could win that, you could win any of them. Exactly. Yeah. I want to pass this test first, like a nationals. And after you, okay, well now it will be a little bit more, maybe easier. Yeah. That's what, that's what my feeling. Yeah. Always. And what, do you remember any of the wrestlers from the U.S. who you were, was it like Barry Davis, Randy oh, Lewis? John Azevedo, like a... Who was it? Uh, John Azevedo. John Azevedo. Okay. Azevedo, Barry Davis, RSL, RSL, like a Nick Gallo, RSL. Um, was uh, Lee Camp heavier than you? Lee Camp, Lee Camp big. Way bigger, yeah, yeah. yeah, 70, yeah. 74 okay. kilo Lee. Okay. So we, uh, lots of, lots of the strong wrestlers here, and we always focus it. When we go World Cup, we know, we, re we see the who will be next. Yeah. We, every time we're coming to World Cup, we see the young, okay, this guy probably will be next, so we're discounting, we'll be watching. Guy, yeah. yeah, we see the who will be. Yeah. So you say always stable. Yeah. Always stable, and uh, who is uh, Joe Corso. You say Who? Joe Corso. John Corso. Corso, Joe. Okay. Joe Corso wrestle and Kevin Darkus. Yep. Yeah, all yep. this guy's stuff. So yep. we wrestle very close matches. Well, and now it's, you know, the U.S. has had a little bit of a resurgence now. They're a pretty good team now. But back then, you guys dominated. I mean, the U.S. won in 95. But besides yeah, that, it yeah. was pretty much, you guys were cleaning house. Um, <laughs> now, last question is, what was it like to go through this entire wrestling journey with your brother, Anatoly? I mean, were you guys close every day? I mean, what was it like going through the training with him? Yeah, when we, of course, we every day. We, we always leave one building, different apartments. We leave one building in Kiev a long time. And uh, but after when we become coaches, so he go Canada, I go United States coaching. Yeah. After he go Australia, I go Japan. Yeah. So long time we worked together in national team, like eleven years. Yeah. He was head coach national team junior. I yeah. was coaching senior team. So always together, always together. Only sometimes when he go Australia, I go I go Japan. Yeah. But we're already coaching. Yeah. So it was. But we still call each other every day. We talk about every day. Every day yeah. we talk about wrestling. Every day when we live in far away from each other. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, that that's actually I do have one more question. What was your favorite? This is from my producer who couldn't be here today. What was your favorite post weigh in food? When you when the tournament was done, you could eat whatever you want. What would you eat? Uh, I like sushi. Sushi. Yeah, I because sushi. I, I live in Japan uh, almost five years. So. Yeah. And I used to kind of, like, when I left Japan, they're like, oh, I want to be there. Food is very nice there. So. Yeah. I heard they're very disciplined in Japan. The oh, yeah. It, it's another story about Japan coaching. I, I was there for almost five years. It's a very great experience. They never show up late to practice. Oh, never show up late in discipline and all this culture. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of uh, amazing. But it was a very good experience for me, like uh, being a wrestling. Because uh, Japan have very good um, tradition too lots of olympic champions yeah. wrestling very popular there and uh yeah they appreciate you know wrestling and they, they understand wrestling and when i was there people treated me very nice so i i, I cannot complain so were you coaching when day. brands wrestled the J japanese wrestler 96 yes i yeah. was there yeah i was okay. oh, I, I, I was in corner the one were you in that corner yeah <laughs> i didn't know that's that one of my favorite uh, athlete which yeah. I coach all the time when I was in Japan. That's a yeah, that's an interesting one. Well, coach, I could talk to you all day. I know you have to yeah. you have to get on with your day. So I just want to thank you for your time. Thank sir. you very much. Really a, a pleasure. Thank you. And all great things must come to an end. That's the end of this episode, but it's not the end of the season or the show. Thank you for listening, everybody. If you want to support the podcast, please go to iTunes, give us a 
rating and subscribe. And also check out wrestlingmind.com for blogs and archived shows. Have a great day.